Welcome back to the YouthQuest Ministry Podcast. Thanks for joining us this week as we continue to discuss all things ministry. Uh, Last week, I was with Elena. She's our event coordinator and event team leader here on the team. And we talked about media ministry and the fine lines within that realm of uh, photo, video, graphic design, all of those things. And this week, I'm excited to be joined by Laura McMullen, who serves as our improv team leader here on YouthQuest. What's up? (laughs) Uh, I sadly have to call myself out here a little bit. Uh, If you listen to last week's episode, at the very end of the episode, I mentioned this week's episode, and I mentioned Laura, and I said McCullen instead of McMullen. Um, I do know Laura's last name. Laura, I do know your last name. I even, I, I I could show you last week's little script thing. It says McMullen, and I typed McMullen, and then I said McCullen. Um, I, I was probably thinking of Macaulay Culkin or something like that, you know, kind of getting Christmas season, Home Alone, whatever. Um, great movie, but you know, the two is the second one is the best one anyway. Um, but I do, I, I swear I know your name. So I just needed to call myself out there a little bit. Um, but it's McMullen, Laura McMullen. Yep. Cool. Uh, Well, on this week's episode, Laura and I are going to be talking about ways that we can apply ministry and the love of Jesus to our regular lives and to different areas that we work in and um, specifically in social work because Laura is a sophomore here at Liberty. Sophomore? Yep. Boom. A sophomore here getting her degree in social work uh, with a minor in coal, which you don't, if you don't know what coal is, it's camp and outdoor adventure leadership, aka just camp ministry. And that's led by KO, the man, Keith Oglesby, Dr. Oglesby. Now, new doctor. Um, So we're going to be diving into the area of social work uh, as that is what she's studying and that's what she really loves. And so we'll be talking about that a little bit of camp and some other things. Uh, So Laura, thanks for being here. Uh, Glad to have you. I'm excited to get into today's topic because Jacqueline, my fiance, who you know, um, did her undergrad in social work and now she's doing ministry. She's doing her graduate in ministry, Um, but she also did her undergrad in in social work. And so, you know, a little bit of a little bit of bias there on my part. I do. I'm I'm a fan of social work. Um, My grandmother was also a social worker. But anyway, um, I just want to kind of take a minute and give you the chance to introduce yourself. Uh, You could talk about yourself, kind of where you grew up, where you're from, all of that jazz, because I know you, but nobody else does. (laughs) Yeah, so I grew up in Northern Virginia in like Round Hill, Virginia. I usually just say Percival because Round Hill is tiny. Uh Um, But I grew up in a Christian household. I have three older siblings. I'm the youngest of four. Um, we'll all be in our twenties this year, which is just kind of crazy to think about, but (laughs) yeah. Um, so yeah, I grew up in Percival always like going to church and like church was like where I grew up. And so it's just, that just played a big part in my life. And so growing up in that way, like great family, great support from Mm -hmm. parents, siblings everywhere. Um, I did gymnastics from, middle school to high school and oh. in there tore both ACLs so that Ooh, uh, that yeah. not at the same time once Praise freshman God. year and then junior year um but that definitely played a big part in like my late relationship with God and like mm. um trusting in him and like trusting the process of which he's taking me in and like not like creating my own plan but like going by what God has planned for me and just mm. following that path of um life i guess yeah <laughs> but yeah. yeah did your when you tore your acls did that that happened within gymnastics mm-hmm. yeah. did that happen in like practice or did that happen in actual yeah competition so the first one they were both 
Um, so I did club gymnastics and high school gymnastics. Mm-hmm. They were both in high school gymnastics, and um, the first one was during practice. Okay. Um, it was so it was nothing too stressful or anything. Um, and then the second one, we were actually warming up to compete at a meet and I was warming up floor and one of my teammates said she could hear it pop because she was like (laughs) on the floor with me but um yeah oh gosh oh that's brutal (laughs) yeah the warm up before Mm. Mm -hmm. that's tough that's That's why I didn't do sports just just avoided it all together (laughs) yeah (laughs) I tried a music kid call it a day (laughs) I tried soccer and it just not for me. <laughs> nope. Fair enough. Um, well, speaking of church um, and kind of kind of where you grew up, up in up in quote unquote Percival, um, uh, I kind of want you to share a little bit about how you came to know about YouthQuest, how you started to serve on YouthQuest, kind of what that looks like, because I know that you were a student. Yeah. 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 So I um, grew up going to Percival Baptist Church, um, and they had youth quest come in to do their denials and so I, I was in elementary school and my family would like host the homes that the students stay in and with the youth questers which mm. doesn't happen anymore but um <laughs> <Rest> yeah <in> <laughs> um and so I would always see like the students coming in and my parents feeding them dinner mm-hmm. or not dinner but breakfast yep. and like snacks and stuff and so I was like man I want to be a part of that I want to do that and so then <laughs> middle school came and I finally got to go to D now and like be a part of it and it was just so much fun the mm-hmm. energy just the lessons um just everything that happened and then we and then they didn't have it for the middle school after that so then I had to wait until high school to do it again <laughs> and then we couldn't have it senior year because of COVID. Mm. Um, funny enough, the year COVID happened, our theme was best year yet. <laughs> um, yeah, that's I ironic. just think that's funny. But um, so, yeah, so seeing just like the impact that YouthQuest yeah. had on me and just the excitement that it brought um, and all that is just like what got me interested in it. And I was like, I want to see what like the other side of it mm. looks like and like facilitating those events and like being a part of the team Mm. so you i didn't realize that you straight up grew up with youth quest yeah i i thought that you just were like a student on a d now and (laughs) they came to your i didn't realize you grew up through from elementary school Mm -hmm. and a lot of like our youth interns that we had were Mm -hmm. all from youth quest so like Mm -hmm. sebastian um sam nelson Mm -hmm. i think didn't nate west come yes nate henry but that's quite the crew yeah. Quite the crew. Yeah. So, and then my youth pastor and his wife were both also on Youth Quest. So, just lots of sick. Youth Quest exposure. But <laughs> that is crazy that you grew straight up just grew up with Youth Quest because mm-hmm. not many people have that same story. And that's also yeah. very cool because you grew up with it and then here you are. Potentially, other people are going to grow up with it because you're here, which yeah. is really cool. Hopefully. <laughs> um, and you, how many people on the team are from Percival right now? Um, me, Karis, and Will. It's the three. Okay, the three of you. That's crazy. That because you're all about the same. You're you're are you all the exact same age or uh, almost Will the same age? Will's a little younger. younger. Yeah. That's crazy that you guys same reasonably same age, same generation, all from the same church yeah. and are all here serving at the same time. Yeah. Which is very <laughs> cool. Um, and all came on the team at different times, mm-hmm. which is also crazy. Um, but that's really cool. 
Uh, so now I kind of want to dive more into the area of social work because I know that's what you're getting your degree mm-hmm. in and what you really enjoy. And so I just kind of want to talk about how did that, how did social work come about? Why, like, why social work? Yeah. So one year, uh, my church went to summer camp. It was like CIY uh, move camp. And the theme that year was just all focused on foster care. Mm. And so that, like, I just really felt a tug on my heart to, like, be reaching out. But, like, at that age, I was probably, like, 16 when that happened. I was like, well, I can't foster a kid right now. I can't really work in a field. So I kind of, like, forgot about it for a little bit. And then when, like, senior year came around and I was, like, um, looking at what to do for my major, Mm -hmm. I originally had psychology because I was like, well, I know I want to, like, help people, (laughs) but I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. and then I was reading my, oh, let me, I have the verse pulled up. I was reading my Bible one night, uh, Proverbs 31, 8 through 9. It says, speak up for the people who cannot speak for themselves. Help people who are in trouble. Stand up for what you know is right and judge all people fairly. Protect the rights of the poor and those who need help. Mm. And that just like, the word social work just popped right into my yeah. head. And like, I didn't even know what social work was. I literally Googled, I was like, <laughs> can you go into foster care with a social work degree? And it was like foster care is like the leading job for social workers and so I was like okay cool sounds like (laughs) I'll do that um so that kind of just like it was crazy because I like Mm. didn't know what social work was until I started taking classes here yeah and I was like wow this is crazy yeah it's a lot but I love it (laughs) so yeah that's kind of what like um got me interested in it and so I'm going on the path of like foster care hopefully Mm. Mm -hmm. unless God says otherwise but hey that's needed yeah that's that's awesome would you would you plan on doing your msw and lcsw or yeah yeah um i'm right now i'm planning on it yeah in case i don't want to work in virginia yeah i would need that um most places yeah yeah Yeah. heck yeah i know liberty's program is um i mean i don't know if this is common knowledge yet but it is growing in their msw program i don't think is accredited right now but it should be in like a a year or two yeah they're working on it currently yeah. so hopefully by the time <laughs> by the time you get there <laughs> yeah yeah well you have two two years after mm-hmm. this yeah um, it'll be yeah. it'll be ready for you it'll be ready for you which will be good because i know their undergrad program is a good social work program mm-hmm. and so i can only assume that the grad program would also be good yeah um that's really cool that you want to do foster care uh, i kind of want to talk more about that of mm-hmm. like obviously the foster care is it, it it's i don't know how to describe what i'm trying to say i don't know how to describe it but it is a frankly scary system yeah um and a sadly very broken system and so i really appreciate that you have a heart for that and specifically that um can it, can you tell me more about what obviously that that camp foster care was kind of a big drive there and a big big theme big mission there what about that really like stuck obviously the helping people but what we're yeah. what like stuck with that I think it's just like my heart broke for those people and it's crazy because like I've never like noticed that in mm-hmm. me before mm-hmm. until they played a video of like just like a theoretical story of like someone yeah. like running away from home and then like CPS gets involved and all that. Um, and my, like I was bawling by the end of it. Um, and then we had a campus community, um, last year mm. that like 
just kind of reaffirmed that he was like stating statistic after statistic and like yeah. I was like bawling my eyes out just because mm-hmm. my heart was like breaking for all those people and I would like I didn't know why I didn't know like because I mean I, I'm a sympathetic person but <laughs> it's it, okay, like me too. <laughs> but I've never like been moved to tears because yeah. of like hearing something like that yeah. and it just like everything really just like hit hard and like wow this many people are like actually living like this and going through this and like mm-hmm. so that just like really just hit me hard and like so that's what kinda, yeah 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 that's awesome would you want to uh stick around virginia for that for a little bit stick around kind of home really but or is there a specific area or people group that you're called to or yeah, I have no clue yet. Hey, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is plenty but, all right. And hey, the Lord will the Lord will call you where he wants to call you and he'll equip you for that, yeah. which is the cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've thought a little bit about overseas, but I'm still like mm. I don't know where. So yeah. We'll yeah. See. <laughs> hey. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. And you could <laughs> you could take that both you could take it overseas, you could take it here, you yeah. could take it everywhere. Um, which is a really cool thing and who knows, maybe it's overseas for a time and then here yeah. for a time and somewhere else for a time and then maybe something else entirely different yeah. for a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to kind of dig into um, what it looks like for it to be, for social work and for this this foster care area to be um, ministerial, I guess you could say. Um, kind of how uh, oftentimes we can hear like, it's a good reminder, I should say, of especially for for people in quote-unquote normal career fields outside the church or outside parachurch or normal ministry um to to understand like that's your mission field or that's that's your ministry and all of that how can um social work how can you use social work and use this in foster care as a a ministry opportunity or as a missional opportunity what would that look like yeah so i mean i guess like the verse that i read it really just like shows how like god is calling us all to like speak up for those people like big or small no matter what it looks like um I guess for me it's foster care um (laughs) but really just like using that for God's work and like not claiming it as your own like Mm -hmm. I didn't help this person like God used me yeah to help them and like that is something that I've been like clinging on to as I go through it and it's just like while technically I'm not allowed to share my like religious yeah. beliefs yeah. in a agency, I can still like show that love and mm-hmm. that compassion mm-hmm. that like other social workers may not necessarily show while they are compassionate yeah. and care about the person. It's not like you can tell when someone like is different, like mm-hmm. we're supposed to be as Christians. Yeah. Um, and so like kind of like going like that and just like living above reproach and like, um, just exemplifying Christ through yeah. what we do. Um, and I guess that goes for like any job. Mm. Um, but yeah, and there's, there's definitely like a bunch of Christian organizations. I, <laughs> I don't know even half of them, yeah. but yeah. my church has a foster care agency that, um, like they partner with, it's yeah. called Woven. Okay. Um, and so there's definitely like a bunch of organizations that, um, can like focus on Christ while serving these people. Um, And so I think that's more of like where I'm headed, like Mm. the Christian side of it. Um, But yeah. Yeah. It is. I I appreciate what you said about it really is 
a lot of times in this in the social work aspect in the foster care aspect with the agencies you can't explicitly proclaim christ Mm -hmm. to other people at least you can by yourself but not really to anybody to any clients you could say yeah um and so i I appreciate what you said of it really is just in the way that you love and in the Mm -hmm. way that you care for the people that you are serving that you're being their social worker you it's you 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 proclaim christ just by witnessing just by being above reproach like you said and 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 loving them well and i think that's huge and that that reminds me of my mom is a she was an er nurse for ages um and she wasn't she's also not allowed in the er at unless it's like a catholic hospital or a christian hospital you're not allowed to talk about your faith or anything like that and it was a very similar thing and um especially i'm from new england where it's even less like oh you you can't do that um it's even more like that i should say but um it reminds me of that and the way that she does that is in the way that she cares for her patients mm-hmm. and in the way that she loves them and I admire that and that's huge and that is absolutely evident in social work as well and in so many other areas where we unfortunately can't really say much mm-hmm. but it's in how we live and how yeah. we do it which I really really appreciate you saying um, so kind of based on that and within that um, what are some areas this is kind of a sub question. What are some some different areas that you can, other than foster care, for other people who might be interested in social work or other people that might be interested in doing other things like this? What are some other areas that that you might not realize social work is important or yeah. it is needed? Um, not necessarily a social worker, but where like maybe a social worker would be good here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are yeah. some other areas that that could play in? So I, like I said, I like did not know what social work was. And so I Googled foster care with social work. And so my mind going into it was just, just foster care. Yeah. I didn't realize that there's all the substance use, there's Mm. counseling, Mm. there's like, um, I don't remember the word. I know it starts with a G, but it's like for older people, like geriatric. Yes. That's the (laughs) word. Um, so geriatric social work and like just all these different fields that like, I didn't know existed. Yeah. Um, and so just like no matter where you are, being able to serve Christ through that and mm-hmm. like do whatever is needed, whether someone is struggling with mental health or they have an addiction mm-hmm. or like they just aren't able to live in like a way that is n- like, I guess, quote unquote normal. Yeah. But like, yeah, being able to just like, go out and do like any work or like homelessness. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, yeah. Yeah. So it's just like crazy to me that within social work, there's just so many things that oh yeah you can do. That's like, there's almost like an interest for everybody because yeah. like we, like we may not realize it, but everyone is like, almost everyone knows someone that has like, I'm in, I'm taking a chemical dependency class. Mm-hmm. And so we we are talking about how almost everyone knows someone like family or friend who has been affected by drugs mm. um, in their family. So that's just like crazy how impactful. Like pretty much everybody has, in one way, shape, or form, been yeah. exposed to this. And so, yeah. Yeah, I think absolutely there are so many different areas where people just straight up need help. Yeah, um, and <laughs> those are the big areas where social work is is key and and really important and. Um, I think it specifically in the area of social work does prepare you uniquely 
um, and differently than some other areas just of in how to help people and how to do it mm. well. Um, like, yeah, you can do psychology, but that's going to focus on a lot of counseling. That's yeah. going to focus on a lot of brain things. Social work is just the people. Like, it's social. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally people. Like, <laughs> um, And so I think that is so key. And I even think of, of Jacqueline right now while she's in Memphis, um, which is a city and a very a lot, very impoverished city, frankly, she gets to, while she's, she doesn't have her LCSW or anything like that right now, she just has her undergrad degree as she finishes seminary, but she's able to use that social work understanding and experience and knowledge in those urban ministry settings with people in poverty, who people who just need help. Yeah. And it can offer that social work knowledge and even just the knowledge of it can offer maybe not a tangible need, but a need that's so much more of just someone to like that yeah. actually can communicate with those people on in a way that they even if they can't relate, they can understand. Mm-hmm. And the the people that she communicates with feel understood, um, which is so key because I know even for myself, like I can try, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna understand. Yeah, I'm gonna try to talk from where I'm at, but not really get it. And it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. But that's about it. Yeah. And so social work does equip you in such a unique way in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so lastly, uh, one question for you is just what are, um, much like with social work and, and making it kind of a ministry, what are some ways that other people can at least think about how they can use their career, their seemingly yeah. quote unquote normal career or just the things they do or anything like that? How can they think of how to use that more as a ministry and more as a missional opportunity. Mm-hmm. Definitely, like one thing that I've, I feel like I've mentioned this a lot already, but like just seeing where God is calling you and like living out that calling and just like doing things not for yourself, not for your gain mm-hmm. or for someone else's gain, but like only for Christ and like what God calls you to do and like saying yes, putting your yes on the table mm-hmm. um, and just like living above reproach and living by like what God says, like again in that verse, like loving people and speaking for them. And like, I know that that's more towards like what I'm doing, but like in other fields Mm -hmm. also, it's like, um, like just using what you have Mm -hmm. with where you are. Yeah. Um, and running with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, it is like that last thing you said, using what you have where you are and running with it. Uh, it, you just need to look deeper at where you are. Yeah. Look at what you have. Mm-hmm. Don't just look at what you're doing. But look at what you have. Look at what you look at your cards. What do you have to work with here? Mm-hmm. Who are the people around you? What can you do? Yeah. Um, because the crazy thing is, is that we can do a lot more things than we realize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can reach a lot more people than we realize. Mm-hmm. Even even if you work just a random desk job, you have a lunch break. So does everybody else. Y'all are just sitting around a table eating lunch. Yep. What does that conversation look like? Uh, and even just those simple areas, seemingly simple areas, mm. um, are ways that, that we can use for, for ministry and for mission. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you again uh, for joining today. Uh, I'm really glad we got to talk about this. It was it was really cool. One, just learning that you grew up with YouthQuest um, from a young age, which is really cool, but also just learning more about your heart for within social work, but also specifically for um, those in foster care, because it is such a, such a big need. Um, and such a just just an area that is broken and needs healing 
Um, and so that's, that's really cool to hear your heart for that and, and all about that. Um, for those of you listening, uh, thank you for joining us today. Um, I hope that this podcast has been able to, to has been able to minister to you in some way today, um, and as and throughout the rest of the episodes. And and I pray that it would continue to to do just that and to to minister to you and to to ultimately grow the kingdom and glorify God. And so, if you want to know more about YouthQuest um, and the ministry that we do, you can check the link in the description. Um, it's in the description of this video and just about every other video. Or this is, these aren't videos; these are podcasts. You can check out the link in the description of the podcast uh, or any other episode, this episode, and that'll give you any information you want to know about YouthQuest and more. Um, we're so thankful for, for you partnering with us in ministry simply by listening to this podcast. Um, next week, next Friday, uh, we're going to be hearing from our band leader, Camden, Camden Oakley. Um, and we're going to be digging into to true biblical worship and how to keep that at the core of our worship within student ministry and balancing that line of uh, just worshiping with them, but also engaging them as young people and as students and kind of what that looks like. Uh, so it's going to be good. It's going to be deep. We'll see you then.